Bro. Hi, this is Justin Roberts, and you are listening to Three Count Thursday. Hope you enjoy it. A little bit of the bubbly. I did it for the rock. Give me what I want. Everyone has a price for the million dollar man. <laughs> it's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to un-goddamn deniable. Mamma mia! Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. They think they got the answers. I change the questions. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday, Thursday night, February the 20th, 2020. Two twenty twenty, Ryan. Two twenty twenty. That's a lot of twos. That's a lot of twenties. I feel like I'm kind of hidden behind this briefcase. It's a big briefcase. I can't wait to cash it in. I might. Uh, we we may have to reposition. I I already did reposition things, but I may have to reposition things again because even my big fat head doesn't quite stick out. Oh, but it is a big old melon. Where like it's at? just. Oh, where are you, Jim? Like you can just kind of see my face. It actually kind of hides my fat body, hey. which is pretty impressive are you going to take that to an indie show and cash it in on one of the fans that brings his you know championship? what i very well might um i do i will have to find a referee and have a referee with me but i might just have to do that and if you're only listening to the audio side of this then you need to uh to either go to our youtube page after the fact or go to our facebook page after the fact and uh and see our live video because we go live video every Thursday night here on our Facebook page. We are the podcast of the millennium. We have tons to talk about this week, including a weird punishment, Charlotte makes her choice, and Cody's leap. But first, go to our website, threecountthursday.com. That is the number three in countthursday.com, where you'll find uh, everything relating to us, including our independent show uh, calendar. Uh, it was updated again this week. Tons of stuff. Going on on that front, we have our merchandise over at whatamaneuver.net. Oh, that's right. Tim's not here. Uh, we have our Patreon page. We have our uh, our home network. Home network. I'm stuttering tonight. Our home network, ngscsports.com. We also are simulcast live on leebsports.com. L-E-E-I-B sports.com. Thank you. Uh, and much, much more. Our collar and elbow brand deal. Go to collar and elbow brand store and uh, use the promo code three count for ten percent off each and every order. Uh oh, Devin just gave us a comment. He goes, "Cough, cough." I'm always available. Wank, wank. Weird. I don't know if it was supposed to be wink or he. I think he means wink. Wank. I hope. Ah. Let me put it this way. I hope he means wink, not wank. Uh, yeah, William, we got the uh, got the money in the bank, 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 bank. Money I'm, not, I'm not talking well. This is going to be one of those. This is going to be one of those really shows. good audio shows. 
that we submit to like win an award and then wonder why we never get an award. Yeah, it's 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 definitely English, motherfucker. Do you speak it? Do you speak um, it? Yeah, it, it certainly is going downhill, Lou. But uh, we have three indie shows uh, on our calendar this weekend. Um, shows that we either uh, support or maybe we might end up there. I don't know. Um, but starting Saturday at the world famous Monster Factory in Paulsboro, New Jersey, they're presenting the Monster Factory Cup, and that starts at 7 p.m. You can also go to MCW Pro Wrestling's anniversary show that is on Saturday at the MCW Arena, Joppa, Maryland. Ryan, what's Joppa like this Joppa time? Joppa this time of year, Jim? Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Really is. You have to get there to see the scenery. And I think, I think Olympic gold medalist and WWE Hall of Famer Kurt Angle might be in might be in the house. Kurt Angle is going to be at MCW's anniversary show. Not this to weekend. be confused with Kurt Angel. That is correct. Definitely different guy. That is correct. He was the no. That was Chris Angel. Was the magician. Chris Angel was the mind freak. The mind freak. That's correct. Kurt Angle is the wrestler. Kurt Angle is the wrestler. Kurt Angel. Who's Kurt Angel? I don't know. I don't think Kurt Angel's. What about anybody. Michael Shane? Michael Shane might not be there either. Might not. Okay. But I think that's Michael. Hickenbottom's nephew, Michael Shane. It was the Heartbreak Kid's nephew, yeah. Yeah. So he was the Heartbreak nephew. He was the Heartbreak nephew. The- <laughs> if you are following along with us in the live video, sorry, hang in. Yeah, hang in for this one because it's gonna be a it's gonna be a night. Uh, but make sure you give it a like, give it a share, maybe start a watch party. We'd appreciate that. Uh, I think I, I started one already. We had a few viewers in on that one, so we appreciate that. Um, then also Outbreak Wrestling's Desolation to Symphony of Chaos this Saturday Say night. Say that three times. Yeah, three. really. I, I don't want to. Um, at the Temple Fire Company Social Quarters in Temple, PA, doors are at 6, bells at 7. Oh, doors at 5.30, bell time 7.30 for the MCW uh, anniversary show. Yes, so, thank you for that. Uh, lots of excitement there. I think we have Matt, Matthew on the line with us. Matt, how are you doing this week, buddy? Doing well, doing well. Glad awesome. it's almost over, though. <laughs> yeah, Amen, yeah. This man. this has been this has been a dumper of a week. This has been a fucking double dumper of a fucking week. Um, yeah, I'm ready for this one to be in the rear view. Yeah, no speaking, doubt, speaking no doubt. But we're gonna we're gonna put it behind us. We're gonna talk wrestling um, uh, with all of you uh, here for the next couple of hours. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, kicking off the weekend yeah, here. Yeah, no Tim, no intern Mark. No Tim, tonight, no intern Mark, yeah. Uh, Mama Matthew! Mommy. That's exciting. Um, uh, welcome in Gerald, William, Charlie, Lou, Devin, Gerald. Yeah, I already said Gerald. Say it Scotty, again. Gerald. Gerald again. Charlie, Gerald, you know, Gerald's all of them. The whole here, crew, guys. Gerald's here. Scotty doesn't know. Uh, he's heard that before. He says, we're still better than Bruce Pritchard. Man, Appreciate not, that one. He's, that's not right. Uh, not he true. also says the WrestleMania pre-show starts soon, probably. That actually, in about 15 minutes, yeah, it's going to kick say, off. I think that's accurate. Right and, after uh, Sands of Time, I think. When yeah, is that? Is that uh, that's next, next Friday. Next, next Friday. Friday. Next third. Wait. Yeah, it's wrestling on Thursday, I think. Is it? A, is it actually? Oh, I can't even remember. I don't know. It's probably Saturday. No, I think you're right. I think we're we're coming in I think hot it's, after. I think it's Friday, their time, right? Yeah, because yeah, because I think of uh, right because of how the hourglass tips over over there. <laughs> Thursday, it's next Thursday, next so we'll Thursday. be coming to you with a Super Showdown recap. So by this point next week, uh, Bill Goldberg is probably going to be the Universal it, Champion. It could happen, Jim. 
Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's that's gonna, yucky. Scotty also says Matt the Seventy Sixers stink. Is that is that a thing? I know the Caps suck right now. If my week couldn't get any fucking worse, the last like ten days of Capitals hockey has been terrible. So, but apparently well, I'm not gonna overreact over one game, but they are losing, so I'm sure. <laughs> There you go, Matt. There you go. Yeah. How has the officiating been in that game? <laughs> oh, it's been fun. Oh, I was oh gonna, okay. I was going to give that also a double-double. Uh, Valor Pro Wrestling, April 25th. Yes, I think, that, I think that got added to the Living here calendar. in Downingtown. And that's, that's that Elton John's. Nope, <laughs> not Elton John. <laughs> Billy Joel. That's that Billy Joel song. Yeah, living here in, yeah. Living Dallin, here in Downing Dallas Town. Downingtown. Right. Holy hell, this is going to be a night, folks. This is this is going to be one for the ages. I thought I added a, a sound to the soundboard this week. Of what? I can't remember. A Billy Billy Idol living no, here in Dallantown. Yeah, the one the one you sent me didn't make it to the uh, didn't make oh, it to the no. board yet. Which one was that? I forget. What uh, I it was to. a John Cena thing. I actually think I have. I think I still have the tweet saved. Yeah, what was it? It was definitely a sound effect that I was like, hey, we could put this on the board. No, it's it's a, it is a great one. Of course, my screen's going to go blank. Okay. Just, oh, it's just it's it's just flipping back and forth. What's going media on? Media could not. Oh uh, yeah. A uh, John Cena saying I'm mega hard. Yeah. No, it, it, that one's gonna get on the board That's at solid. some point. Uh, yeah, G- Jason, we're uh, we're doing our best uh, AEW impersonation tonight. That's oh what come we're on! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Come on! I thought that was a real solid show last no, night. No, it was. It it absolutely was, and we're we're going to talk about that in just a little bit because I I do agree. I think last night, um, it was uh, was really good. I feel like this could be the show we talk about AEW the most we've talked about on a non pay per view. I mean, we're going to their pay per view, correct? Uh, next. Not this Sunday. Next Sunday is our evolution. Is our evolution? Got it. Um, now you got me fucking saying. I know, isn't it? See, that's my goal. I'm What's just gonna. Up, Ed? Thanks for checking. I'm just us gonna out. start being a real subtle prick about it and just let you guys just embrace that. That's fair. Um, Axel, what's going on? Nice to see you tonight. But, uh, um, whoa, Jason said they wow. killed it last night. Look at that, man. Now I'm really, I'm really confused. I'm like afraid that uh, left is right and up is down. Yeah, something, something is amiss uh, in in Jason, the world. Watching AEW in general. What is, uh, he doesn't even belong there. What are you doing? It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. Um, all right, let's uh, let's jump into Takeover though. Let's jump in feet first. Um, did everybody watch Takeover? Did you watch Takeover, Matt? You watch Takeover? Yeah. Okay. Um, I had to work, so I caught it afterward. But damn it! I say I didn't. I didn't see it live either. What a good show! Um, yeah, real fucking good. Um, honestly, like, and and I think maybe we'll just do like a you know best match, worst match sort of a thing. Um, for me, and it, and it almost feels weird saying it. Um, like I, I almost, I almost think I dislike the. NXT title match the most like I, I like to me that was my biggest thumb down. not that it wasn't good and because I, I thought this was a really good takeover I thought this was um you know I know everybody does the recency bias thing and every every sure. takeover is the best takeover ever what is the worst takeover that they've had do you can you off the top of your head no not this week I can't remember off okay. the top of my head um because I think it's Philly I was gonna say I think I the think overall the over- one that sticks out to me is Philly the main event absolutely uh, you know saved that show and and is one of my favorite NXT main events for sure 
of all time, but the the rest of that show, I, I did. I top the bottom. Was, that Philly card. I, 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 I didn't great. think was very good at all. And I think it was, that was also in like one of those weird, like almost transitional periods for for sure. NXT. Um, but yeah, that would probably be my 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 least favorite one. You, yeah, for sure, Philly. Matt, you would you are you with us on that one? Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I, t- to me, the, the NXT title match, it, it just. I love Champa, love Adam Cole, Bebe. Um but do you have do you have an audio clip about Tommaso Champa? I'm just curious if you had anything maybe saved. Tomato chips. <laughs> uh, that uh it just so, that tickles so, me every time I hear so, it. Sometimes and, and like maybe it's just maybe it's just the way it caught me. Um but sometimes and I get it's pro wrestling. I do. I get it's pro wrestling. But sometimes the believability of just where we are with things that happen in, in and out of the ring just say to me, like, wow, this is really not real. I am totally fine with that. And 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 I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just maybe it's just the way this week has gone. But like cause cause I don't I didn't actually watch this match until yesterday okay when i'm like deliriously tired and whatever but i was just like you know when i see a guy get like ring of honor he is you're right but when i see a guy get like canadian destroyer and bounce his head off the the back of the announce table and then like you roll him in and it's like not even a near fall i'm going did you watch the lucha brothers match match last night i did okay i did yeah i know i mean i hook line and say that match had me from start to finish yeah from crust to tip as our boy tim would say (laughs) for for sure but no and and here's the thing i the match the main event match was not bad what about the main event mafia bad okay bad um that one also uh gets a fuck there we go there it was uh but like it, it, this it's not a situation of going. This match was the worst match. It's like this match was the least best mm-hmm. because I enjoy I enjoyed this entire card. So like this one is my least best match. I'm gonna have to say the tag match. Um, okay, but just because I think I I feel like I've seen undisputed era in so much better tag matches. Um, so much so that they were in one of my match of the years last year and like an honorable mention match. So that one would just have to default for me. Okay, but um. Cole Cole Champa was really really good, I thought. Uh, but yeah, I, I will get to the the ones that we liked best. So my least would be the the Broser Weights, which I'm still not totally sold on. Like the name of the Broser Weights, fair. I get like the party thing, and then like Pete Dunn, I get it. But I'm just not a I'm not totally bought in yet. Matchu, um, your least favorite match of from Takeover. Um. I guess it. I guess it would be the tag match, just because. I mean, we all kind of saw it coming, and it got off to like the whole how much fish thing. Like that soured me on it from the start, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fair. Um, and and the, the the one of the other things, like the um, the fact that your NXT Women's Championship match was. I, I thought it was a little too short. I mean, it's I mean, thirteen thirty, so we're not talking that it was like a super short match. Um, the 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 Kai and Knox street fight 
was six seconds shorter. So it was 1324. So that was the shortest match on the night. But I, I just thought th- th- there could have been a little bit more to the NXT women's title match. Yeah. Um, again, not, not saying it's a bad match, you know, maybe being almost a little bit nitpicky, uh, with it. But, um, I, I just thought the, the NXT women's title match could have gone a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you did work in, you know, the post match with, with Charlotte coming in and Charlotte. making her choice official. Um, so there was that too, you know, so again, maybe the, the segment was a certain length when the That's match fair. was a little bit shorter. Um, in terms of match, uh, I like the best, uh, the, the opener, my God, like the the ability for NXT just about every time there's a takeover and maybe again the only exception and I, I not that I remember every single opening match to every single takeover at this point but like the only the only show that again could stick out in my mind that maybe it wasn't the best right was was the Philly show but it's just strength of card at that point like they just they know how to open shows well and and uh you know the the Keith Lee Dijakovic match, you know holds up to that standard. I'm also and and this ties to uh, uh, Tim's other podcast, the the Final Wrestling Place. That like, can we just can we just you know WWE is always a big fan of making guys only have one name, but can we like do a one name and a shortened name and just call this guy Dijak? It will just be that much easier for everybody involved. Yeah, I mean that's what I mean. We went Dominic Dijak in Ring of Honor. Yeah. So then we've added, we've actually added names. Yeah, we we've added the which, we've added the Polish side, which to is him. very not not WWE. Right, 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 right. Like if you're it, just let him be Dijak, take away the Donovan. We don't need the Donovan or Dominic. Excuse me. Um, just let him be Dijak. Um, but no, this this match uh was was really really good. Um, and I mean again like. Just how freaking good is Keith fucking Lee, man? The guy is just—he's almost limitless, <laughs> almost, almost. But yeah, no, that's that was my uh, that was my favorite match of the night. While we were talking about it, I wanted to look it up. NXT Philadelphia Takeover. Okay, yeah. The opening match was the Undisputed Era versus the Authors of Pain. Not a huge AOP fan, even in NXT. Okay. Yeah, I don't think with, I really was with either. Paul Ellering. So okay, so that, he was that he level. was still with Ellering at right. that point. Gotcha. We had the Velveteen Dream versus Cassius Ono. I just feel like that match didn't connect. Oh no, <laughs> Ember. <laughs> what? Oh no, Ember. Cassius Ono, Ember Moon, um, as the champion, retained over Shayna Baszler. Alistair Black defeated Adam Cole in a, an Extreme Rules match. Because, you know, Philadelphia. Right, right. And uh, Andrade Cien Almas defeated Johnny Gargano to retain ah! 32 minutes. So, like, the card wasn't stinky to read off. Um, it just didn't connect as well as some of the other ones have. Well, again, if, if memory serves, I believe at least the first time that, that we watched this event was after a three-hour drive to Delaware. Right. Calling a, a, a setup, calling a three-hour show. Yeah. Tear down, eat dinner, hotel. Then let's turn on TakeOver. Right. We were trying to spoon and watch it. And yeah. It just, and it just, you know. Not it, enough room on those double on the, beds. On the double bed, you know, the, the, the arm falls asleep, that whole thing. So, 
Um, maybe, maybe it was just the whole experience of that uh, of that show. Three hour drive to get to the call a three hour event for a three person crowd. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> there wasn't. There wasn't. There wasn't a ton of people there, but God damn it, that was a really stacked card. It, uh, it really was. It, it was yeah. a stacked card, man. But uh, I mean, it did get us. What a maneuver! So it wasn't. A, it wasn't a total it did. loss. Thank you so much, Solo Darling versus. Uh, <laughs> Uh, who the hell was that even matched with? Um, uh, Kelly Klein. Kelly Klein. Yeah. 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 Kelly Klein's solo darling. But yeah, so, you know, it, it, good comes out of the bad, I guess, yeah, on that there one. There we go. Um, man, Jim, that's a, that's a really, really good question. Um, that opening match was so good. Man, that fucking, the whole card was laid out great. From that match to, like, the street fight. And that was, I thought, a great street fight with a lot of emotion. Didn't love the finish, kind of wonky with the uh, with the interference. Obviously, the story is not done being told. Right, right. So I, I understand that. Um, I think that was Finn Balor's best match in like two or three years. Yeah, that was so really I probably good. Probably would have that to go. That was real good. And here's the thing: like that match was so good that my and we've talked about this, especially with Tim here, my Gargano fatigue right like went away for that match. yeah yeah they really brought the best out of each so that's probably my match of the night would be okay gargano uh finn balor the women's title match i thought was good like you said could have went longer but the whole segment we had to get to where we were getting to with with charlotte so i get that um and then the main events with I remember with, what with sound solid. i added this week okay. oh what is it uh, can we hear it ah, we'll, we'll get there ah. we'll maybe get there eventually uh, Matt, what was your uh, match of the night? The opening match. I, I, I just love everything about Keith Lee. So it, it's, I mean, I, I hope they push him to the moon. Well, he is limitless, so he could go up. <laughs> he there. could absolutely go up to the moon. Um, and and I, I like he just he definitely he seems like a guy that even like once he goes main roster or call up or however whatever verbiage we're using to like describe. Uh, to describe a move to Raw or SmackDown anymore, right? Because I I don't know how how we're supposed to address that, or maybe it's just a roster move. Um, but like I feel demotion. <laughs> I feel like um, even there, it's he he is a guy that will still get used properly, just because I mean he's he's like the vascular. Yeah, that's a word. Um, uh, but no, he's just meaty. meaty. There you go. Um, what did, uh, I think it was Big E on the, the New Day pod, you know, two big, big guys bumping meat. Oh yeah. They're like just, I mean, he's just, he's just a big guy he's and a big boy. Um, and I, I, like, I still go back to the, like I, every, like whenever I think of Keith Lee, like part of me always still goes to like Lesnar at the rumble, like. Big boy, oh, a big boy, yeah, like a yeah. fucking love yeah, it, like so and good. like, you know what I mean, like that. Lesnar worked his ass off. That, that adds night. so much to because, and again, and and right, wrong, indifferent, infuriating, sad, whatever you want to call it, for whatever reason, people on that scale on watching that event are people that aren't watching necessarily even Raw or SmackDown every sure. week. Definitely aren't watching NXT every like week. Like our boy Jason. Absolutely. So, like, they probably... We still love you, Jason. We still love you. Um, 
but like probably have never heard of Keith Lee before. Right. But when you see Brock Lesnar standing in a ring, like recognize, oh him? yeah, big boy, like right. that's that's huge. That's like when deal. you watch Survivor Series and you know he gets the fist bump from Roman, like that's a fantastic. Uh, that those are fantastic moments that tells me like the WWE is going to do right uh, by this guy. Um, Scotty, I'm right there with you. And he says, unpopular opinion, Brock Lesnar is underrated in the ring. I, I, I think so, too, especially, I think, like, the the generation of wrestling fans that only know Brock Lesnar since he came back and attacked John Cena. Because, like... Hello. It's John Cena! That was the one. That was it. I knew I had to find a way to get to John Cena. Loved it. But like, w- since his return, his like the way he's been booked has been very different than original Brock Lesnar. Right. But like, you know, maybe there's like a ruthless aggression series that is now on the award-winning WWE Network, where you can go back and see like the development of what Brock Lesnar was, or sure. go back and watch like original Brock Lesnar, or watch like Japan Brock Lesnar if you want to be daring. <laughs> But he, Brock Lesnar is far different in the ring than, than the way he's being utilized now. I agree. And it's almost like John Cena's coming back soon, so that Ruthless Aggression show... Are you sure about that? ...is, like, perfectly timed on the network. It's weird how they do that. Isn't that wild? Had, it's had to be. It's ha- had, has to be an accident. It must have been. Must have been. Must have been love. <laughs> um... What is your letter grade for this takeover? Um, B. I'll go B+. Plus. I'll go B+. Plus. Really good stuff. Um, again, could be nitpicky about a, a few aspects of Let's it. Let's be nitpicky and say it's a B just because it was on a Sunday night. You know what? I didn't like that it was you, on a Sunday you night. You put that shit on a Saturday night, it's an, a B plus for Ryan. Okay, so there we go. Uh, Matt, your grade for it. I'm giving it a B plus because it was on the Sunday. Oh, okay. Oh, listen to all Matt. Right, I right. got shit to do on a Saturday. <laughs> let him let him shine a little bit. Sorry, Ryan. I'm sorry that upsets you that they're trying to give the NXT guys a little bit of that WWE flair. Yeah, they tried with with Charlotte Flair. Um, Birthday's at, coming up too. Okay. I think who. Rick. Really? He's got another one, believe it or not. Woo! No, no. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, come on. Man. I mean, I'm talking within days, I believe it is. This is coming up real quick. Uh, This is looking back. by my comment. (laughs) Looking back over. Devin said, Jesus. B plus. Some of the comments here. Um, William says his match of the night was the Lee versus Dijak. Uh, Devin, his was the North American Championship as well. Scotty has Finn and Gargano. Um, he says Riddle bores him. Um, hmm. Finn Gargano was was a sleeper pick. I like that. It was it was a really good match, but I think it just kind of got lost because of like the the nineteen million turn with Gargano at the end and, right. and just the greatness of the opening of the show. Yeah. Now the question is: Is the Gargano Champo turns has that like topped? 
the big shows turns yet or are we like <laughs> we're not there yet we're not there not yet but oh, it's God. it's 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 getting closer neither of them have cried either so that is true <laughs> no is, no tears no, i yet. thought gargano cried when he won the the title oh, well that were those were tears of happiness not tears oh, of not, i turned and oh upset. God, okay again those are right. different types of tears. different tears yeah not, uh, the, not the sad big show i have to wmd daniel <laughs> bryan <here>. correct <laughs> yeah you get it yeah uh scotty says <laughs> bianca versus ripley was his least favorite match said it felt like an afterthought i i didn't think that i think it was more about the fact that we knew maybe because we knew we, that we, we were getting most likely getting Rhea winning and some sort of charlotte response i feel like there was a really good near fall in there there was, for a moment, I was like, oh, my God, do they have the balls to do this? Right. No. Um, let's see here. Was and they there? could have done it. And I think that would have shocked a lot of people and then pissed a lot of people off when then they added Rhea in as the third person later on. And it had been Bianca versus Charlotte. Do you know what I mean? They could have you pulled the trigger. don't even go here. But, but she does. Bianca absolutely goes there. Now, okay. Well, it, 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 Charlotte, meh. Eh. Um, now, last night. Uh, I was going to tie into this later, but since we're, we're, we're bringing up this topic... We're going to tie it in right now, folks. Um, it's called a segue. So last night, Chelsea Green, uh, I forget who she was wrestling, but like Bianca pulled like a Kanye moment. Did, did, we, did you watch NXT? I didn't. I was so taken back by how good AEW is. I wanted to give my wrestling mind a break, and I will watch NXT tonight after the show, which is so, not helpful for us to talk about so NXT. spoiler alert... Um, Here you know, goes. well, you didn't watch it live. It wasn't important, so it wasn't enough, important for me. enough. Iron um, Man dies. <laughs> so um, Bianca came out and hair whipped that son like, of a B- bitch. Bianca came out and uh, was like, "No, no, I'm going to let you guys finish." But and then she like cut a promo where she, you know, like was basically like, "Charlotte, I'm going to get you at some point between now and WrestleMania." Oh. So like she she like came out said like, "Don't worry, Chelsea, you'll get the wrestle and everything." But I'm going to say this now. Says her piece and like gets out of there real quick. Guys, who did Chelsea wrestle? Can you look it up? Yeah, I, 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 I do. I, I forget. Um, but like, do we do we think that WWE is going to do like a quote unquote typical WWE thing here and find a way to get Bianca Belair into the WrestleMania match between Rhea and Charlotte? Or like, do we see maybe... Bianca getting the winner of that maybe on the Raw after Mania, or some you know, or, or a situation like that. Like to me, I, I you know I think that they're trying to foreshadow something that isn't going to happen. Um, I think that the the WrestleMania match is going to remain just Charlotte versus Rhea. Like I think they're giving NXT and the NXT Women's Title and the NXT Women's Champion. Oh, Caden Carter. Yes, thank you. As as Rhea Ripley, the that opportunity to shine. Not not saying that Bianca shouldn't get it because Bianca is a pure fucking star, and they're they're going to have to find a way to incorporate her somewhere in this feud between now and WrestleMania. But I I, I just I, I don't think you want to do the typical WWE thing when you're putting a Raw or excuse me when you're putting an NXT Championship match. I agree onto the WrestleMania card. So I think it still remains. Just a one on one, but but this the, the the rise of Bianca Belair when Rhea is being the like the new face of NXT is is something that's really intriguing and adds a, a whole new 
uh, a, a whole new kind of monkey wrench into this uh, in, into this this build towards WrestleMania. Right. Yes. Everything. You so do you, do you think it? Right. Do, you, do you think that ultimately I think, I think the match it will ultimately will... stay the same? Okay. I could see Belair maybe costing Charlotte winning the championship okay. at Mania. Okay. Therefore, like strengthening the unity of the NXT women, um, so that we actually see Rhea retain at, at Mania. Because yeah. I don't know how great it is to send them. Man, like I just like I I have a hard like I really do like I have a hard time a seeing Charlotte lose at Mania, but I also have a hard time seeing, and not that she's above it or anything like, but like I just I have a hard time seeing them having Charlotte win the NXT champion win women's championship as well. Like it, there's a very weird juxtaposition right now. Uh, Matt, do you what do you think is going to happen? Is it still going to remain a one on one, or do you think Bianca is going to get added to the Mania match? And Matt, help me out. What what Caden Carter? What the hell did she go by on the Indies? We called oh, one of God. her matches. She was she was down at the CWA show. Son Jesus, of a bitch. That's gonna bother me now. <laughs> I'm gonna just have to look it up. Yeah, yeah. Damn it, I know it too. Uh, I'm sorry. You get back on task. I'm sorry. Anyway, I, yeah. Um, I think it's just going to stay one-on-one. I don't think Bianca has kind of like that push that like a Becky Lynch or a Daniel Bryan where it just kind of forces the WWE's hand. Like she's yeah. getting there, but it's not to that level where they're just like, oh, shit, well, we have to we have to do this now. So um, I think it just stays one-on-one. And, Ryan, it was? It, it was Lacey Lane. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Devin, um, Devin in the comments here on the again on the on the group chat. If you're listening along, Facebook.com slash recount Thursday. Every Thursday at nine thirty we go live with a video. Uh he thinks it's gonna remain or he thinks it's going to become a three way match. I just don't think you have WrestleMania with with a three way match last year to main event and this year for the NXT championship, the first time we're seeing it to, to become a three way match. Yeah, if there if there had already been um you know, NXT title matches on on a wrestlemania card before like i just you know like i i just think that this one this one's gonna get the, the singles match importance and again not that triple threat matches or anything like that can't be important or can't be a quality match but there there's something about one-on-one i agree that that is that is different uh jason says he thinks bianca is going to interfere um in the in the mania match in ensuring that charlotte can't win uh, but it won't hurt Ripley either with the interference. I agree. Um, so yeah, and that that would kind of maybe get get Charlotte back for interjecting herself into the NXT brand when you don't even go here. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move on to the question of the week. The three count question of the week. <laughs> You're gonna live to regret that doing sucks. that. You are absolutely <laughs> that sucks. Going. The three count. Question of the week. Yeah, that was Ryan last week. Um, Hate it. So, <laughs> so uh, of course, AEW Revolution uh, comes at us next Sunday. The uh, the the twenty. What is it? No, March first. Or no, it's they do Saturday night, so it's February twenty ninth. It's S A T U R D A Y night. Is that why NXT by themselves moved to Sunday? Maybe. Because AEWs are on uh, Saturday night. Plenty of shit screwed my weekend up. Um, but uh, so the. The card as it stands, let me pull up the card as it stands right now. B- 
because uh, there has been a few matches. Now, when I posted this question earlier in the week, um, the uh, there were there had there have been some matches added since then, right? Um, but uh, let's let me get the matches up here. There's still not a huge card for it. There's only four matches officially announced. Uh, yeah, as of right now. Okay. Um, but uh, I, I simply asked, uh, which match at AEW Revolution are you most excited about and why? Um, Chris said he's excited for two of them, which I think at that point there was only three of them announced. You know what? Let's get so excited. So Chris is excited for the show is what he's saying. Uh, but he said Moxley, Jericho, and MJF versus Cody. Okay. Um, which at that point, when I, I think when I asked Cody. the question, that the match that match wasn't even it official. It was not official. Well, let's be honest. We knew we knew that Cody was going so he to. So was, he was foreseeing that MJF match taking I'm, place. I'm, I'm pretty sure we knew that, that Cody was going to win last night in the cage match. Uh, Devin uh, had said, looking forward to the MJF and Cody match um, and see if they're going to have MGF, MJF win or uh, have Cody win and end the feud. Uh, Nick says MJF versus Cody and Sammy versus Darby, which he thinks will be announced uh, before the before the show. Okay. Uh, so the matches as of right now are, of course, uh, Jack Swagger versus Goldust. Jack Swagger. Um, oh, sorry. Jake Hager versus Dustin Rhodes. Jake Hager. Uh, Hangman Page and Kenny Omega defending the AEW World Tag Team Championships, which they successfully defended last night against the Young Bucks, who won the Battle Royal last night. Um, and I have some thoughts about that Battle Royal. Uh, MJF versus Cody, of course, in the singles match. And then Chris Jericho defending the AEW World Championship against Dean Am- uh, John Moxley. Um, why is that necessary? Because uh, I'm an asshole, and it's been a long week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, now, I, I do assume that we will get um, an, uh, a women's championship match, very likely Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander. We saw the foreshadowing to that with the boop last night. Boop. Um, and uh, good boop. And uh, if uh, Nick is correct, we may see Sammy versus Darby. Um, so th- there's obviously a, a lot of uh, potential matches that could be happening there. Um, you know, I, I think for me that the match I am most excited about is Cody versus MJF. I think this has been one of the best stories that has been told, um, in the, in the last calendar year in, in professional wrestling. Like it has been done extremely well. I still think the initial, you know, after the, the, uh, was it the throwing of the towel, uh, with, with, with MJF, um, like and like, you could have had that moment. You could have you could have gone a little bit longer before you. He actually totally turned on Cody. Sure, but you know everything they have done week in and week out. Um, I think it, it has just been so well done. Of course, you had the, the the lashing segment. You've had um, you know MJF just continuing to poke the bear, uh, trying to get Cody to break the cage match last night. Um, which I mean, you know, tall cage. Uh, a little bit of a different look than than a WWE cage. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot. I mean, just a little extra scaffolding in Weren't the corner. Were you arguing with somebody the difference between a cell and a cage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Nick said that uh, at least it wasn't red. And I red. said, well, neither is a WWE cage. Right. And he's like, well, a cage is a cell. No, it's not. A hell in a cell is a hell in a cell, and a steel cage is a steel cage. Right. I mean, fundamentally, one has a roof. Yeah. Or a ceiling, I guess, depending where you're looking at it. Uh, well, yeah, I think. yeah. If you're looking on the outside down, it's the roof. The if you're looking on the inside, inside of the, the ring, ceiling. it's the ceiling. You're not wrong there, but yeah, I mean, a hell, there, there's a difference. You know, a hell in a cell match is a hell in a cell match. It's not a steel cage match. Right. A hell in a cell also sits on the ground, 
not on the ring. On the apron. Right. That's correct. Lots of differences. Now, the AEW cage sat on the... It sat on the ground, I believe. Did it? No. Yeah, I think it went all the way down. Man, did I not notice that? Yeah, because there was a there was like a gap. I feel like that can't be right. Double check that. I feel like it did go all the way to the ground. Um, I know they tweeted out about a leap of faith like a hundred and one times, so it'll be easy to find. um, That uh, not that that move was a bad move. That jump, man, like. And the, the, there was no hesitation. Like I, you know, I'll give kudos to anybody who goes that high um, on any cage and and do a moonsault backwards, uh, and, and especially without any hesitation. But um, no, I, I think that the, the, this story has been told so extremely well. Um, MJF is so hateable. Um, you know, Cody is. You know, he he is a one one of the top. I'd say, you know, definitely top five, maybe top three, like, faces in wrestling right now. He he is, he is, it, it, he's that strong. He absolutely is. Like, he, I think, gets people uh, to, to, to buy in and, and to watch the product. So, um, yeah, to me, that, that, that's the match I'm absolutely most Son looking forward to. Son of a bitch, to. it did. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, like, I'm almost, because they made, surprisingly, <laughs> and this is one of the, Probably the more surprising things about last night's AEW is commentary actually like made sense and said some like logistically, you know, intelligent things during that match. Talking about like, you know, it looking a little different than your typical cage and how there's like a little bit of a gap. Like when one point when Wardlow threw Cody into the cage and you see the cage like moving because it, it wasn't connected to the apron. I hate that. You hate I, that it goes sh- to the floor? I just don't like change. Well, you shouldn't have liked that cage at all then, because you had the fucking haggard scaffolding in the in each corner. Yeah, you got to flip off something. You do. Well, no, because like even the WWE cage has the scaffolding at the top, right? But this was like it had scaffolding going down each corner. But that's to to because it goes to the floor. Yeah, that's the support. I get it. That's the support. I'll have to go back cage. and watch it because I, I still have it DVR'd. Yeah, I literally the- didn't notice it live. So I don't hate it. I'm, I'm because just like saying, if you, like, I don't do change. The, the old blue cage for the with the WWE like the solid it, steel cage. It had yeah, it had uh like that a like it had like clips. it had like tension. It had like tension. You know, probably a steel rope is like probably what it was. Rope, you know, so that it, it could flex, but it would hold its structure. Right. The WWE cage now has the spikes. Right. That it sits down on top of to you know to keep it from moving that i think it was rollins almost got himself impaled on one time and uh and of you know and so the the AEW cage the reason because that was the first thing i noticed when they when i saw a picture shared of it yesterday afternoon is i'm like man there's gonna be some blind spots right for people in that crowd right i mean not like not as bad as like punjabi prison blind spots but like (laughs) there's gonna be some blind spots in that crowd um, have you ever been? Bed. Have you ever been to a real Punjabi prison? I have not. I've heard it's not a great place. I, I would imagine it's not great this time of year not or any time of year. Not at any time of year, honestly. But uh, you know but, who should go to a Punjabi prison? Who's that? Cheryl fucking Crow. <laughs> but uh, n- not to get too off topic. To get back to the three count question of the week. Uh, MJF versus Cody is uh, is absolutely the match I am most looking forward to on this card as it stands. Yeah, I agree that or um, man, they've done some really good storytelling. They, they have. really they have. have. I'll give them that because the the the, the Jericho John Moxley match. You love doing can that. really 
be good too. And that story is so intertwined with yeah, like the yeah, entire yeah. inner circle and every roadblock they've put in front of him. And what a finish to that match last night! Fucking loved it with the uh, with the roll up, uh, right? Superplex. Just caught his leg coming off the superplex for the three count. Got him. Fucking loved it. Haven't seen that finish Do, in years. And, and yeah, and it doesn't hurt Cobb. You just get caught. Sometimes fighters get he caught. Got caught. Yeah, I, I, I that that was really well done. Mark that was really well done. Patch is becoming a little much. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, you know who am I to say? But uh, I think, damn it, it it's got to be Cody Rhodes. Yeah, it's got to be the Cody match. How about you, Matt? Yeah, it's, I mean, the, the build for the Cody match has been such a long time coming that it has to be that. And the great thing is, like, this is their first match yes. in, under AEW, I believe. Yeah, yeah it like, is. This is just a standard wrestling match. Because, so when things go awry here, prepare for the second match and then the rubber match. Right. And then they get in the cage or their own chamber of hell or a penis in uranus whatever they call it match uranus. it's it's gonna be great yeah i mean it's yeah like this story is not over at this pay-per-view oh god no at all oh god no and like you know what i mean it's it's one of those things where you know they could have easily gone straight to you know a you know i quit match or you know they could have gone to a uh you know, first blood the, match. The, the 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 old light the lights out gimmick. The old lights the, the, out they, gimmick. They've done far too many times. I I'm shocked. Part of me's shocked that after this entire build, that we aren't getting a lights out match between these two. Yeah, that it's just a single. The lights match. went out yesterday. Did they? They did. They did. They did for a while. Yeah. It took a long time. It happens. He's getting his ass beat down. Goldust comes out for the save, gets his ass beat down. <laughs> right. Lights go out. Lights come on. Darby Allen with a skateboard. <laughs> kind of ha- waiting around. Waiting around. Are they still kicking his ass? I don't know. We're just still looking at Darby <laughs> Allen with his fucking skateboard. Decides then to just skate to the ring. Uh, took too long. Um, yeah, that that that's tough. Like, I get it. You you're you're a skater boy. You're gonna say see you later, boy. <laughs> but but like just <laughs> Just Jim, why'd you have to make things so complicated? If you're going <laughs> if you're gonna like save somebody in a feud, maybe carry the skateboard. You can use it as a weapon. You can just run to the ring, right? right you can use save. it as a weapon if you need to have the skateboard, but just just run it. My just, god, it's gotta be still. Oh, it's Darby Allen. Oh, it's Darby Allen. Um but uh no, yeah, that's a that's a great story you told as well. Um Devin says he wants the last match in this feud to be a Texas bull rope match. I mean, sure, why not? Why, absolutely, I bet Cody will bleed in it. Uh, I, I would imagine so. Is there anything better than like a bleach blonde guy bleeding? I hate to sound like that, <laughs> but goddamn it! Like it always looked great on Flair because it got in his hair. Dusty always looked great when he bled because it got into his hair and you didn't know how bad it was. Now that you mention it. Cody's blood. Yeah, I mean, it sounds silly, but you just lose it in somebody with dark hair. Right. It just looks so much worse with, like, a Rhodes bleeding. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, I think that, that definitely adds to it. I think I remember one time where um, a bald guy kind of wipes away. Or maybe, like, it was just in a – unless you're Steve Austin, you have the, 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 the when it's dripping into the mouth. Mm. Um. But or Brock Lesnar, 
Or Brock Lesnar. Well, that just blends into his red purple skin. <laughs> <laughs> is that blood or just sweat is it, is glistening he just, off? Is, of he, him? is he just sweating into and his and he's turning purple? Uh, are but, you are you are you cool with seeing blood on TV? Yeah, I'm fine with it. I have no I have no problem with it. Like when it works. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be every week. Doesn't have to be once a month. But like you know, put a Rhodes in a cage match. Someone's gonna bleed. Somebody gonna bleed. Um, more like Rhodes is gonna bleed. And and yeah, that like totally fine. To, but I I think like the old video games when you would do like a first blood match with Kane. I'm like, how would you ever know? He just has the mask. Like, you know, he has the mask. God only knows if he's bleeding under there. Um, which well, how can he bleed? Like, they would do the thing where they like touch their head and like look at the hand. Yeah. Right, that's how you knew. <laughs> Get all loopy for a second. <laughs> oh, my own blood! <laughs> Oops, sorry, Tim. Uh, um, but yeah, so it—that uh, is a great point. That is great. Like, yeah, it, man, it's just—it's it's, bleach it's, blonde. Yeah, it just looks good. Sure does. Jason wants us to shake it off and get all get get away from the puns. That's fine. Um, I just don't know any other fucking uh, who the fuck was that? Bitch? Avril Lavigne song. Avril Lavigne. Those were the two, I think. I think "Shake It Off" was their album. Was that, it? That, was that the album that 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 the, the songs were on? Or was he just? God damn it! If you if you if you hit us with a "Shake It Off" pun, yeah, I was gonna say if if you actually know the album that 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 was on, then my god, uh, that is impressive. But uh, let's um let's shift gears a little bit, not go full gear. Let's just shift gears. Um, the, uh, women's eliminate, there was a women's elimination chamber match, uh, was announced, uh, the, this week and it is Natalia, Liv Morgan, Shayna Baszler, Asuka, Ruby Riot, and Sarah Logan. Uh, the winner will get a, the raw women's title match at WrestleMania. Um, it, it was not, no, the album was let go, which you oh. could have used that as a pun, but you didn't. He said he thought we were quoting Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> so that's fair. So that's that fair. That's, Shake that's, It Off is a Taylor Swift that is, song. That is why he uh, he hit us with that. Right. Got um, it. All right. Got it. And and uh, a lot of the... Didn't mean to get under your skin. A lot of the uh, reaction to this match announcement was that, what's the point? We know that Shane is going to win. Which I mean, let's be honest. If if you've watched Raw the past two weeks, that's definitely what appears that we're headed towards a Shayna versus Becky Lynch match at WrestleMania. Um, but as we you know we we talked about we talked about Cody, the build to uh, to the match at Revolution. He had to win the cage match last night. I don't think there was any really any doubt at any point. That Cody was not going to end up wrestling MJF at Revolution. So, kind of like my thought is here: does it does it matter if we know kind of where we're going? As long as the journey's good. Like, here's the deal: if I know that uh, it's going to be warm this weekend, and I know I'm going to the beach this weekend, like, is it bad that I know where I'm going? As long as it's going to be a good weekend. Well, are you having a conversation with everybody like, hey, guys, I might go to the amusement park. I might go to the zoo. I'm thinking about the aquarium. Um, the beach is in play. I might just stay home and watch Netflix. You know what I mean? Don't give yourself a bunch of options if you know where you're going to go. 
I think that's what people are saying. Okay. With with your weekend analogy. Fair. But like, you know, when I when I again I go back to the 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 the, the Cody, the Cody MJF feud. Sure. Like, I don't think there was ever any doubt that we weren't getting this match. So like there probably isn't really any doubt. You know what? There's a zero percent chance zero. that the uh that we are not getting Shayna versus Becky at WrestleMania. Zero hey. percent. So like should this match have been made? I guess is like the question what people match? are asking. The women's elimination chamber. For the for the number one contender, yeah, because you have to put a women's match on. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and, and the, the thing I contended, and the thing I I, I think I said, and I, I believe it was Nick uh, on on the Facebook post we made about this. He's like, "Oh, what's the point? We know that Shayna's going to win." I'm like, "Okay, but here's the thing: she literally just debuted on Raw. She did. There is a full roster of women's competitors on Monday Night Raw. So, like, what does that say about the rest of the the competition on Raw? If you're just like." Hey, new chick, you're the number one contender at the biggest show of the I year. Mean, at the same time, quit being a fucking smart and enjoy the journey to get where you have to be. Holy hell, Ryan said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, so if if everybody's if if everybody's or a lot of people's problem is that WWE doesn't do things logically and they just do things willy nilly and this and that. My argument here is that this is the logical thing to do. That you take. The new call-up, you put her into a match with, you know, a large portion of the uh, Raw women's roster, and they have an elimination chamber at the the pay-per-view, elimination chamber, right? to find out who goes to WrestleMania. Because right. it was a, you know, because they, they didn't, the, the, the Charlotte won, picked the NXT title match, so you have to get somebody at WrestleMania. To wrestle for the Raw Women's title. This is the most logical way to do it. Right. It really is. Like, fuck. Let's talk about logic. And, and realistically, like I'm a lover of, of, of this angle. I really am. I think Shayna Baszler comes in with a reputation that she has to uphold. Absolutely. You know, it's her time. So she's like, let me speak now. I'm, I'm going to call my shot. Jim, and she was fearless as she walked up to... Becky Lynch and bit her in the neck, one hundred percent, causing her blood, her oh, yeah. her red blood, to be spilled. That red Jim, blood. Jim, I have not been this into a storyline since nineteen eighty nine, and that, my friend, is six Taylor Swift albums in one <laughs> segment. That's for you, Jason. That's impressive. That is absolutely impressive. There is not another wrestling podcast out there that can give you six Taylor Swift references. Love a reputation, fearless, red, speak now, 1989. I'm, I'm very proud of you, Ryan. I'm proud of myself. I am very, very proud Jason's of you. Jason's motivated me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's the most logical. And I mean, here's the thing. Is there a possibility that they, that they could swerve out of this and do somebody that isn't Shayna Baszler? Absolutely. If there's, a three-way match comes, it's going to be here, I feel. Like, there's there's five other competitors in this match. So, um, but yeah, it, like, it, it, it makes the most sense. I do think Shane is going to come out on top. But if this match is really good, then guess what? We get a really good Elimination Chamber match out of it. Look at that. And maybe they build a star in Shayna Baszler to fans who haven't been watching the NXT brand. Well, All no. the while saying, you like this, she's the NXT chick. Check it out. Well, and also, you know, you go back to last year's Elimination Chamber show, 
And, you know, Mustafa Ali shined in that match. Mustafa. Mustafa Ali shined in that match. Didn't win. Didn't, didn't go win, on to WrestleMania. He didn't. But he shined in the match. And look where he's at today. <laughs> it's a great point, Jim. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Um, but, like, I mean, unfortunately he got hurt. And, and that, that derailed the push. Right. But, like, maybe... You know, a Liv Morgan or Ruby Riot coming back off return, Sarah Logan, maybe one of them will shine in this match. And even though they don't win, then there's there's a lot more opportunity to have two great months before they're forgotten by the next year. Right, that's all you I need. I mean, come on, you just need two great months. Right. Dumbass! Look at the I Iconics, we'll be fine. <laughs> the, yeah, the two Conics, they... <laughs> They they won they won the titles at Mania last year, right? Just like that Zack Ryder guy, he's still wrestling sometimes on main main event every once every three weeks. I feel like he's on every once in a he's while. Probably on there every week, right? Um, but yeah, no, I, I th- th- this this is very I think logical. It's it's the logical song, yes. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Dynamite this week. Um, so. I want to talk about the the tag match, the 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 spot fest, the tag match. I mean, top to bottom, um, I thought this was one of AEW's better shows. I agree. Um, I feel like most of the sound effects were fixed pretty well. Like they didn't have many sound issues at all. Sound wise, I they were actually pretty one good. One of their best production. They shows were they, so they far. were pretty good from a production standpoint. Um, Britt Baker, I hope, is a better dentist than she is commentator Dude, or wrestler. She's a dentist, though, for real. She is a dentist, for real. She but is, I'm, as you would say in the business, a shoot dentist. Matt, did you know that? <laughs> I was not aware. Yeah. Oh. Like, a real, like, you could go and she would, like, work on your teeth and wow. your gums and shit. No shit. A real dentist. A real. Uh, not a working dentist. Not a working dentist. I mean, she does work as a dentist. She does But her, she's a shoot dentist, not a working dentist. She's a shoot dentist. dentist. Crazy. Um... Did you know that? Listeners, did you know that? It's unreal. She is from DeBerg, too. But I, I hope she's a better shoot dentist than she is working commentator or professional wrestler. I hope so. Not a great, not, not a great uh, job on commentary there. Her, her, um, her, her. Not good at all. Um, but uh, one, of the thi- the, one of the few things, and, I, and, and again, this is probably very surprising with, with me saying this. Let's and, hear it. Um, one of the, one of the few really only things that, that bothered me last night. Did it put teardrops on your guitar? <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. I'm God done. damn. Um, was I thought that the way they got to the Bucks winning the Battle Royal made a lot of other teams look really bad. You see, Jim... When you're an executive vice president of a company, <laughs> it just doesn't matter what happens to the other teams. Sure. I mean, you're not wrong. And they're going to get action figures. So I don't know what Those you're Those figures about. look badass, by Those the way. Those figures do look pretty good. Um, did you notice that Kenny Omega's one is pointing, though? Of course it is. I'm just saying. Of course it is. But, like, so one of the bucks, I think it was the balding buck. I don't remember which Come one. Come on, Jim. What I'm balding too. I can say that about Jared. him. 
Oh, you're a bad it's person. It's like I can call you fat, but like a skinny guy can't. Actually, a skinny guy can. They'll just fucking outrun me. What's going to happen? Well, that's true, but it's more rude if they're if it's coming from oh, a not rude, fat guy. Sure. So like I'm a bald guy. I am balding guy. He is balding as well. That's where I'm coming from. I'm coming from a pro- place of understanding. Um but uh I think I think it was Nick Jackson, I believe, was eliminated. So now you have Matt Jackson against multiple full-on tag teams. Right. And, like, here's the thing. Like, Matt Jackson is not, like, you know, super heavyweight size. Sure. Like, fairly easy to get this guy over a top rope. I I, I just thought it didn't do a lot of favors, and I'm not going to use that B word. Um, But it didn't do a lot of favors to the other tag teams in this battle royal that couldn't eliminate one young buck while there is two of them particularly when it got down to um whatever they're calling the tag team that's in the the uh inner circle inner circle there's the two against one right you're two against what, one what, what were they being called pride and uh, pride in the fall i don't remember pride in the fall <laughs> i don't know um but you have two on one in a royal rum- battle royal Whew. Almost Whew. not a not a royal not rumble. Not a royal rumble. But you gotta watch what you say. Just, we don't want any do bad you, blood. How do you how do you not like it should be judgment day for the buck at that point. It should be. It should be, Jim, but but you need to calm down because it's gonna be okay. <laughs> I just I just didn't They're the they're the executive vice president. I know, I know. Maybe I just you know, and it's and it's one E V P and his buddy Adam Page versus two of the other evps in a, in a title match i i just didn't man i just didn't like i didn't it's not i i don't i don't hate that the bucks got the win i feel like you're having how, an issue with it because it's AEW. No, 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 i don't no, know no, why no, you no, gotta no, be no. so mean i just hate uh, <laughs> god damn it it's still going um i just didn't like how we got there okay i got you any other any, any thoughts on that i know i got very long-winded you did get long-winded no um it's it, it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. I will say that the writing was on the wall that it was going to be the Bucks, and I and I almost wish they didn't do it here because I feel like they're rushing it because of what we've seen now from Hangman and from Omega and the Bucks. There's definitely like a rift there. You don't have to get to this match by them winning this battle royal. You could have had any other team win the battle royal and played out the friction amongst like, the elite like just make the make the friction go in slow motion right i mean how long is this oh it's in slow motion oh, that if it would have been in regular speed it would have gone much faster Uh, any other thoughts on that? Um, any other thoughts from Dynamite last night? Um, boy, no that 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 tag match with uh, with Omega and uh, and Hangman versus the Lucha Brothers again was exactly what I thought. Um, I hate that there is absolutely no respect to the ten second rule. I love that they've expanded oh, it, yeah, but. Um, when commentary is like, they've got 10 seconds. And then like two and a half minutes later, Ray Phoenix is still in the ring. Like, and the they're deal. like, we're going to commercial. Um, and like, 
you see Bryce Salsit. audibly like chastising the wrestlers, trying to get order of this. Like, and and Bryce is at a here's the deal: if you're an indie show and like workers aren't listening to you and you need to uphold your rep, you just fucking call for the bell. Just ring the bell. It's an indie show. Yeah, right. If you're on you TV can't do here, that you on just, you, right. You just can't do that. No. And like, I feel like they take advantage of that a lot, and it put Bryce in a really shitty spot in that match. Well, I think even Jericho has said on his podcast, like referees in AEW look like shit because of the tag division, basically, because they have no credibility there. So how can they have credibility in a singles match? Right. Like it hurts just, your officials. And here's tough. the thing. Like you and they and they made such a point of that 10 second rule on their first show. But very quickly, even before you got to dynamite, like, you know, fighter fast and fight for the fallen and all out like that 10 second count was like non-existent at that point. Just drop it. Like, just forget that you harped on it during your first show and just be like, whatever. Right. There's no real rules in tag team wrestling in AEW. And here's the thing. If you if you go that route, I don't think anybody really cares. You know, I feel like I would just I would I almost want to see a ref throw it out. Uh, you know, just have the balls to throw it out and then say like, "Right. Look what you made me do." Taylor Swift. God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean You and, see and, like the Lucha Brothers coming to the ring, you're like, "I knew you were trouble." Like, this is going to be tough. Another Taylor Swift song. <laughs> just, you, are you, do you literally just have her catalog, like, pulled up on your phone right now? I, so you, maybe. You may be. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is, this is, again, why, like, pro wrestling is pro wrestling. And there was a, uh Attitude-era superstar that made himself look like a real piece of shit this week that, like, was acting as if pro wrestling is real sport versus... You know what? I'm going to just say it. Fuck you, Val Venus. Yeah. Fuck that guy big time. 100%. Like, here's the thing. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of, like, cancel culture and, like, somebody says something stupid. Like, Let's cancel like Captain Canada. Like, they shouldn't, like, be allowed in, like, a business that, um you know, made them famous, made them popular. But, like... I feel like this is that like exception to the rule where can I where I can be like you know what we should probably just cancel Val Venus from like the wrestling business ever the fuck again because fuck that guy but like the bottom line is this like it's like it it's 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 worked like it's it's entertainment it's you know I'm not taking anything away athletically from what everybody does but like this is why I said, and and there's other people that like they they call into when you have the wins and losses on the pa- their weekly power rankings that come out. You have people going, well, how is a guy that's zero and one this year, lo- you know, above a guy who's three and one? Well, there's strength of this, there right? Like is, it's just, like, right. and, and I understand, and I I I do I understand you're trying to be different, you're trying to do, but like, but is this it, trying to be different just for the sake of being different? Yes, I so think you're it, saying I that AEW should have said no. Like, I just you can have power rankings like WWE used to do like their weekly top ten. Sure, but it had nothing to do with wins and losses. No, fuck no. Right. Like if somebody had like you know a segment on Raw that like a lot of people thought was entertaining, they'd probably be near the higher part of the fucking right. T- you know, top ten list. So, and I get it. You're trying to be more sport. You're trying to be more analytical. So like wins and losses are supposed to matter and stuff like that. So 
but but you know you go back to the tag team thing like just just drop the 10 second rule i don't think anybody's gonna care but i feel like that makes every match a tornado tag match and that's a problem too because that's not tag team wrestling it is but you you have the the the, the, i think you have less of a problem if everything's a tornado tag you have less of a problem than 10 seconds or what if they raise it to 15 taylor swift song If you if, if, if raise it to twenty, if you want to make it twenty seconds, just enforce it. Right. If somebody hits twenty, they're not out of the ring. Disqualify him. And you, I you, don't know about you, but I'm feeling twenty two. Oh, oh, we could do twenty two. Um, but you know, whatever number you want to put on it, whatever, however, whatever length of time you want. Hell, you want to make it a minute. But you can't change that though either, can you? Like once it's the rule, it's the rule. Uh, well, like you, we're refreshing. I mean, you probably couldn't do it till January first because by the rules and standards of all elite wrestling, everything resets on January. So 1st. not back to December. <laughs> January it would reset. <laughs> um, what, 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 isn't that a Taylor Swift song? Maybe. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, look, this is a delicate situation. Really, that's all it is. <laughs> so we've got a. We've got a How many more songs there. does she have in the catalog? There's a ton of them, Jim. There's still more. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I, if again, I don't care. I don't care if everything's a tornado tag. If you just tell us there's no rules, but if you're going to tell us there's rules, enforce them. That's fair. That, that's all I want. And I, and I, and I, and I'm, I'm right there with you because man, the referees are in such a bad spot. It, it, it's tough. And I feel bad for him because right. we've, I, we've had Bryce on the show. We've uh, talked to Bryce, Bryce. Is a great referee. I think Ref Aubrey's a really good referee. I think. Who's the other guy? The name slips my mind. Yep. Other bald guy. Tim McGraw? Tim McGraw. <laughs> I hate you so much. That's funny. Um, Nick, Dan Patrick? Nick Patrick? Nick pa- no, not, not Nick, Nick Patrick or Dan Patrick, I'm pretty sure, are not Neither referees in AEW. Oh, what you, the hell is that, guys? I'll think of it. You have, three, you have three officials, all of which are really, really good. But you're you're just you're you're making them look Knox bad. Too. I think you have four. Rick is, I think, one of them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then the dark haired guy. I can't think of his name. He's from this area too. Um, man, it's just it's just tough. It really is tough. Um, but I, I love the end of the match though. When when then the Bucks came out. Yeah, and it was like you had a little bit of a tug of war there with Omega. Like I like that storyline. I love what they're doing. And he was uh, pointing around. Right, he's pointing around. He's getting pulled from from. He's getting pulled this way. He's getting pulled that way. You know, Hangman's like he's he's my tag partner, and then he decided to kind of stay with the Bucks, and you see him rolling out, and you know, yeah, eventually no, I, it's going to come to Hangman saying we are never ever ever getting back together, oh um, as as a tag team. But it's the storyline to get there that I'm enjoying. Yes, yes, I. I agree, um, but no, I I do think this is one of the the, the better AEW. I was pleasantly surprised, and Matt, I I, I apologize because I I think you you stated last week that you aren't you don't watch AEW on the regular, um, not live. No, I, no. I have it on my DVR and I catch up on the weekend. Um, oh, Jason wanted me to move swiftly from this topic. I did not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, he was worried that we were going to go over the limit. <laughs> my bad too. I um. I was pleasantly surpri- surprised with Wardlow. Okay, I agree. Yeah. Um, now, and again, I'm not saying that the guy is not, you know, built extremely well, but like I, 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 I was somewhat underwhelmed by his size when he wasn't in like a suit. Okay. Like I thought, like He's I bigger than Cody. Well, it's certainly bigger than Cody, but I don't think he looked 
a lot bigger than Cody. Okay, that's fair. And like and he would build bigger than Cody. I feel right? I feel like I feel like when like his his suits must have like really padded shoulders because he really looks like he has huge shoulders. And okay. then when he was in the ring, I was like, Where'd his shoulders go? Where'd they go, man? Um but no, I was pleasant I was pleasantly surprised with him. Now a cage match is a is a type of match that if you are a little green in the ring or um, you know, you're you're not the the, the greatest, you know, wrestler in the entire world a cage match can can mask some of that. Okay. So I think it is a safer spot, quote unquote, to um type of match to put a, a new guy into. But like I mean obviously when you're in with a guy of Cody's caliber too, it's going to help. Yeah, um, yeah Cody definitely carried the match. Absolutely. Sure. But yeah, I, I was I was pleasantly surprised su- surprised. Lots of supplies. Holy hell. Um with uh with Wardlow. Um but but overall great really really good show from AEW. Um I loved it. I, I thought really Ni- did. Nyla's I loved promo was thing. was really good. Um again, I still think she should have been champ from the beginning. Um NXT strong yeah, as well. She, yeah, good on Nyla. That was a solid promo. That really, really good. Really, was. really good. For sure was. Um I thought NXT was really good as well. Um the main event there, the Dream and Roddy Strong. Uh, really good. I, I did love in um, the Broser Weights promo that the Stallion Cup has been suspended for violating a wellness yeah, policy. Poor guy, like uh, man, poor guy, just party too hard in Portland. Um, but uh, I, 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 I have to chuckle because you know a couple weeks ago there was there was a few people that bought into this uh, theory that that Matt Riddle was going to be punished for going off script on social media right uh you know going after goldberg and going after brock lesnar and Look stuff like this. that all of a sudden he's a champion like can can, can we like can we stop with I that had, i had actually heard a rumor that the the cup dropped like they dropped the, and it broke oh probably <laughs> when they dropped it on the ground it skidded and sparks flew but like obviously riddle um not being punished here not being punished no. um but it is is a really good NXT as well. Um, I sometimes it's tough when when you come off, and this is where like the, you know like WWE was SmackDown. By the time you get to SmackDown after pay per view, you almost forget that there was a pay per view. Yeah, right. Like NXT. Um, I mean, it was only a couple of days, but even there, it was like there's something. There is something innately special about Raw being after a pay-per-view because it's everything's fresh jason's got a great comment there you'd probably really enjoy about uh about your boy kenny omega uh omega always looks lsd'd up throwing his arms and finger gestures around chasing after his drunk friend page <laughs> kind of a good point it is it's is, uh, it is <laughs> pretty good um but yeah nxt was really good as well um and why isn't hangman page like coming out on a horse every single episode every time if nothing else, just like the little like Any, horse I, I, head on a stick, like oh, you the want, little you want that, yeah, the You'd be okay with that little, little, little like hobby horse thing. It seems really okay. Why not? He's a he's a cowboy shit man. He's just doing cowboy shit. Yeah, why not? I mean, you could come out on a brown horse or a, a black horse or a white horse. white horse. Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh That's it. I'm done. I don't believe you. I'm done. That's the sad part. I'm done. Um, all right, let's look back Monday Night Raw. Um, you had what I thought was a great open with Randy Orton and Matt Hardy. Um, wow. Sometimes. Late at night. <laughs> you know, I get it. When WWE's bad or any wrestling's bad, it's bad. But 
sometimes they remind you just how good they can be. Boy, did they hook me on that segment. Like, I care about what Randy Orton is doing in the year 2020. To Matt Hardy. Right. Like, right? Like, f- holy shit. Um, and here's the cool thing. Hardy's done. Hardy's contract's up. Uh, uh, yeah. He's done. I, I do not envision him. Or returning. he comes back broken. Because he was physically broken on Monday. He was physically broken on Monday. There is literally any avenue that Vince McMahon wants to take, he can take here. Contract's done. That's fine. Let him go. I made him look weak. Or he wants to re-sign because I have whatever money to sign him. And he comes back and does the broken thing and he's done. But extreme hardy, if you're not going to have Matt Hart or Jeff Hardy with him, doesn't work. Nobody right. wants to see that Hardy boy. Right. Anymore. Nobody wants to see like Matt Hardy version 7.0 nope. in 2020. So yeah, um, th- this was reported fight- Fightful.com uh, reported the original plan for Matt Hardy versus Randy or- Orton uh, was the no holds barred match take place and it was supposed to run through multiple segments. Uh, however, Vince McMahon made the call to scrap the match and have Orton attack Hardy. Great choice, by the way. If that's a Vince McMahon call, like... Yeah, you can be mad at a lot of things Vince does. That's fine. Um, he made a hell of a call on sure. this one because I this had so much more impact, no pun intended, than um, than than I mean, a, than a multiple it was segment match. Him or Heyman would have uh, had that call. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, one of the two. Yeah, and if it would have been Heyman, Vince still would have had to write off. Right. Him. Uh, the result would have likely seen Orton defeat Hardy. There's no word why McMahon made the change. But a Fightful reports that there were some people in the company who felt that a Hardy versus Orton match would uh, make the attack from the previous week seem meaningless since it was similar to how Edge was attacked and he's not appeared on TV since. Love it. Logic. Uh, continuity. You know, all of those things that yeah. people say WWE doesn't do anymore. Uh, as previously noted, the attack was from the previous week. Um, was supposed to be Hardy's swan song, but plans changed when man saw the quarter hour ratings. At this point, um, at that point is when the decision was made to bring him back to TV this week. Um, they are also reporting that McMahon is adamant that the uh, this week's attacks from Orton will be Matt Hardy's last uh, TV appearance with the company unless he decides to sign a new contract. At this point, it doesn't look like he will, and he will become a free agent uh, on March first march the first which is uh next sunday so All right. well, then uh, just a little happen. over a week left on matt hardy's contract but yeah um in, in incredible opening segment and man like obviously we still have not seen nor heard from edge since the attack now matt hardy i'm curious to see who's going to end up as target of orton's attack this coming week right who could it be um but but that was extremely well done um i thought it was all right yeah yeah, no, I, I thought this was yet another really solid Monday Night Raw. Like, it, it's, and maybe this is a product of the fact that SmackDown has moved to a night where I mean, Natalia wrestled, so you had that <laughs> going for you. Yeah, can only can only do so much. I mean, every show is going to have their moments. So just... <laughs> um, but uh, poor Natty, poor Natty, poor Natty. She was just trying to get paid. That's all she's trying to do. 
Um, she's got kids. <laughs> Does she have kids? I actually no. Don't. I know she has cats. She has cats. She has not, cats. not kids. Yeah. Two paws um, and three paws and three, four paws. Three paws. South paws. South paws. Um, Red paws and blue paws. <laughs> one fish. Two. One, one paw. Two paw. Paw paw. Paw paws. <laughs> um, people at work love that goddamn. Uh, Paws out, claws out shirt when I wear That's it That's such work. a heinous shirt. It's so bad. I feel like I got that for Christmas like two years ago. It is, uh, and I wear yes, it yeah. sparingly. Yeah, no, I got it for you because you thought it was hilarious when What's I up, Ryan? Thank you fell for on that sword with the, uh, the one of the freebies that we got. Oh, that, yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> you covered that one quick. Yeah, I covered that. covered the, you. Yeah, it did. Um, and uh, so the... I also... I, I, I did enjoy the Seth Sermon segment now there are there's people and and i i don't i don't see how you get to this but that that there's a lot of people really uh really met like really mad from like a a strong religious background point about the seth rollins monday night messiah man there was a guy who like preached love in the wwf with a red fucking face, and nobody batted an eye at brother love. Right, get the fuck out of here. Right, like it's a character. Right, on a TV show. Get out like, of here. But no. Next, I, you're gonna tell me House wasn't really a doctor. <laughs> wait, wait. What are you trying to say? That wasn't like a documentary show. It was. Oh, good. And then the the other doctor, the young one with the hair, the good looking one, went on to become a firefighter. Yeah, yeah. And he lives in Chicago now. He lives in Chicago now. Went from Princeton to Chicago. It's <laughs> a true thing. It's true. Um, Everything's real. Um, I I love that they changed Rollins' uh, Tron screen. Who's pissed about Seth Rollins? What religious group is pissed about that? I don't know. Every people, are, everybody's pissed about something. Get out days. of here! How about you be pissed? Never. I'm not even gonna get on that fucking horse. <laughs> I um, like I I I love it. I Seth Rollins should always be a heel probably like he's one of those guys that like i feel unless you he really lo- look yeah he always has the heel look he does sure. he does like unless he shaves the beard which i hope he never does oh my god the only way he ever becomes a face again should be if they reunite the shield yeah and i don't know how you do that without dean ambrose dean ambrose <laughs> um yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Like he he has that look. His voice, his voice is like a very hateable voice. Like there's a lot of things hateable about Seth Rollins, and if if you're not just a huge fan of Rollins, that will take him as a face, right? Like I just, I just it's not gonna work. It's not like it just it just isn't. He's not a baby face, right? He like he can he can carry the company quote unquote as a heel Probably. like you have you have to have a good heel you have to have a good bad guy like is it a problem though that like the current good bad guy is brock lesnar um and he not, should be carrying the company because, just because it's brock lesnar like i think that carries enough weight that okay. it's not an issue yeah and 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 i i don't think i don't think it takes away from what what Seth is doing either because he's not in that 
main title. Put your, put your head down a little bit. You look like Wilson from <laughs> from uh, Home Improvement. Yeah, I kind of do, don't I? How do you know, neighbor? How do you So I just like I, it, it. It makes the most sense, and I think, yeah, there I am. There I am. Um, I think he's elevating and helping. Buddy Murphy, I think. Uh, that's Murphy, please. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Murphy. What was that? I just dropped the Y and just call him Murph. Murph's such a better name. <laughs> Here, my buddy you know, Murph. You know, it's... Uh, Put it's him the, in a trucker cap. It's the Monday Night Messiah. It's Akam. It's Razor and Murph. Murph. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Give me some fucking Murph swag. Um. Yeah, I would definitely buy Murph swag. Um, so was it? Uh, sorry to sorry to interrupt. Was no. it Scotty earlier that was uh, that was shitting on the Sixers? You just won, Scotty. Oh, they won. Oh shit! Oh shit! Matt firing back at our listeners. Damn! Look at that. Take that, Scotty. Suck it, Scotty. Scotty doesn't Scotty, know. Scotty and I talk on on Twitter enough. I understand his viewpoints. So yeah, I'll yeah. love Scotty. All good. All yeah, we good. actually All do. Love. We actually do love you, Scotty. We we really do. He's, he's our. He was our first patron. He was our face and, and still our first, a patron? Yeah. That you yeah. can go to patreon.com dot slash three count Thursday. Subscribe to us. Of course, that's spelled L E I B. No, 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 no. That's the that's the Leib Sports. That's oh. where we simulcast on. Oh, they're our friends too. They are our friends in our in our home network and GSC Sports and GSC Sports. They never stop. That's correct, dude. Ralph was down with the with the Roughnecks. Yeah, man, he covers the Roughnecks. Son of a home. bitch. He lives in Houston. I didn't know he lived in Houston. Yeah, he, yeah. I thought he lived in like I don't know the Carolinas or something. Yeah, well, he's originally like a well, he was originally like a New York guy. Really? Then was in Tennessee. Now he's in Houston. I didn't his know wife that. Live in Houston. Yeah. Well, damn it! Yeah, I learned something them, about that. He covers he them covers Roughnecks. The two and zero Roughnecks. The two and zero Roughnecks. It looks like I picked a really good team. Looks like it. Looks like it. Maybe. How about, how about he give us a little bit of uh, a little bit of a rub and let us go cover one of the DC games? Well, yeah, or the New York game. New York ain't far. Or a New York game, and that's not far. It's where WrestleMania. We'll figure that was. out. Maybe I should have been a DC fan. They're two and zero. They look really good. Who was the DC fan in our group? We don't have one. Nobody picked DC. One. No, we didn't. Now, now my Renegades did win this week. They, so you they stayed won, in they, Dallas. You decided to I stay stayed in, in Dallas. Dallas. I did. You could have so, went where you're. If if Philly gets a team next season, as rumored, are you are you jumping ship? I am not. I'm a Roughnecks fan. Thank you, Ryan. I have put my support behind the Roughnecks. I cannot do that. I will be a Philadelphia Eagles fan till I die. And I will be a Roughnecks fan for another year or two until the XFL folds. <laughs> um, I like you, Ryan. I like, I like you. I like you a lot too, Jim. Um, when you think of Tim McGraw, so me, I hope you think let of me, me. Turn this around on you, then, Jim. So, being the Dallas fan you are, if Dallas hadn't had a team and you had claimed someone else, and then Dallas got the team, you wouldn't just keep absolutely your allegiance not. in football. Absolutely not. If I so if Dallas if Dallas wasn't one of the original eight teams. Um, I would have, I would have went to the DC, went to DC I would have went DC right. defenders. Cause that was the two that I was debating on. Like, do I go? Cause like I'm an Orioles fan. I'm a Caps fan. So like, do I, do I finally have an opportunity to go with a, a, a closer, uh, football team right. and settle there? So maybe I can get down to a game. I mean, not that I still can't go to DC for a game, but you know, and I was like, you know what? It's pro football. Um, if there's a team in Dallas, that, that's going to be like the, the like three weeks back in like 
10th grade when I really got into the Arena League and the the Dallas Desperados were there. Um, I was a Desperados fan was for like really? two of those three weeks because then I just kind of forgot it See, was a thing. I was a soul fan. I have a soul jersey. I, I always wanted to get a Desperado or yeah, Desperados jersey and then I just forgot as well. I have a Ron Jaworski Philadelphia Soul jersey. That's solid. It oh. is. I don't know why. I don't know I when I ever like bought it. Burn that. But I have it. I wonder if like if I wonder if I can find a Dallas Desperados jersey. I mean, I'm assuming they still exist. You can find a Memphis Maniacs jersey if you really want to. I'm just going to search Dallas eBay, Desperados eBay on eBay. eBay has everything. eBay yeah, yeah, does yeah. Do there they are. AFL Dallas Desperados jersey. You can get a medium for an 18-bucker. <laughs> a lot, yeah. What size are these going to be? Um, an adult large and a youth large. Yeah, those probably aren't going to fit. Who's lotting them together? Good Lord. Um, I, I, I hope to be able to find, like, there's a guy on eBay that, like, probably just, like, illegally, like, prints jerseys or that... Uh, sells like the old xfl ones I, i'm hoping that maybe i'll just be able to find one of them yeah, yeah there's still there's still dallas desperados gear yeah floating out there in the ether um oh man a game I mean, when did the afl close when did the when did well, the, the desperados, the, the, the desperados the have not been around for for a while oh, okay um yeah you can get a nice dallas desperados pennant for uh for your other podcast there we go i like that um, but yeah, the AFL finally folded uh, last year. Uh, last year, the yeah, yeah. Last year wasn't a good year for alternate football leagues. Sure was. AAF started and finished before people even really knew about it. And um, AFL lasted a lot longer than I ever thought it would, though. So kudos to them for. Yeah, I mean the AFL's problem was did. they played on like a fifty-yard field. A wonky yeah. kicking rule, like I'm, it was just such, so many different rules. It well, was the, hard the to arena, follow. the arena league itself, would like dated back into like the early eighties. Oh, sure, yeah, but I mean, I, I think just as the the popularity of like the NFL, you know, as as TV coverage expanded, sure, and the NFL got more popular, fantasy football took over the internet, all of that. Like the NFL exploded, college football exploded. Like I think people just. We're like, yeah, why is you know why is this played in a hockey arena? Right, this is like, weird. Right, it's, it's got strange. boards. Like I, I mean, I like I always enjoy, like I enjoyed when when I happened to watch it. Like I would usually catch myself watching the Arena Bowl. But I feel like most arena football games were on like Saturday morning at three o'clock when you're kind of drunk from yes, the bar. And, well, I mean, and you're like a, nothing's on. You're like, well, I guess I'm watching arena football because it's kind of football. Hey, I thought darts was supposed to be on. And then you fuck just, it, I watch football. You'd fall asleep drunk watching <laughs> the AFL. Right. I, trying to watch bowling, and there's this arena football league. Whatever. I'm not gonna lie. God I damn am, it! The cornhole championships are supposed to be on in this arena leagues in 14th overtime. Poker's on only eight channels right now. I don't know what's going. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy watching bowling. Because I enjoy bowling. Right. Same, Same reason I love golf. watching golf. Right. I fucking love watching like bowling. Like the Masters, well, well the, the Players' Championships coming up in March, the Masters in April, and I can't fucking wait to watch those two tournaments. That sounds boring as shit Like, I me. take my iPad to work, and I basically am useless for two whole days I at work. I feel like that's you most days, because you also watch, like... Saudi Arabia pay-per-views at work. Well, see, I can use the excuse there that, like, you know, that we are a live production company, and that is a major live production. And, you make me sick. And, you know, it's, uh, you know. The only sport that I, like, can't actually sit and watch is eSports. Like, I don't think I'll ever be able to no, get I into that. No, I can't either. No. Like, sometimes, like, the, the, the there's, like, a DC eSports team that will come on, like, after a Caps game. 
So like I'll be doing something around the house, and I'll come back in, and I'm just like, no, I'm not. I gonna. just can't do it. Like here's the thing: if I'm if there's gonna be video games on my TV, I'm gonna be playing the video game. Right. Like I'm not gonna right. watch somebody playing a video game. And I'm not taking anything away from the people that do that. Um, hey, unfortunately, kudos to them for like making money doing that. Like I, I'm certainly envious. But oh. you know, like the last two Sixers games I've gone to, they've been like, hey, there's these esports stars signing autographs in the lobby, and I'm like. Excuse me. Well, they're fucking building. They're building like an Excuse esports arena me? down there at Philly. It's like yeah. an, it's gonna be like an eight thousand seat fucking yeah. venue. Not proud of it. To to watch the so people are gonna pay like they pay money to go watch somebody play video like yeah. don't get me like and again do what you want to do man like I'm a dork I I, I, I mean, love wrestling we ask for two dollars for people to listen to us sure. But like a little bit more on <laughs> patreon.com slash recount Thursday cheap plug. Well, just tonight I was visiting I was visiting my grandma and and you know like my mom was trying to think of a movie where she was like oh it's uh, the 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 actress that played Iron Man's wife and I'm like that's not where my nerddom falls. Like I I have not seen any of those movies. You know movies. what the answer is? Keep going. Keep asking me see if I can get it. Ryan, do you know Iron Man's wife? She was blonde. She's a widow cuz <laughs> Iron Man dies. <laughs> So like she eventually obviously just looked it up, but I'm just like, that's not Wait, where. Give me the hints. I want to see if I can get it now. So we're what? we're looking for a, a Gwyneth Paltrow movie. Um. Oh, it's Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, that's who played. That's is who it, played. Is it Bridget Jones's Diary? No, was that uh, Renee Zellweger? That's a Renee Zellweger. Beats the piss out of me. Um, is but it, it was not another teen movie. No, it was uh, it was the movie where she played a singer. Selena. Oh. I'm actually stumped. Like a country singer. She was, Oh, uh True Country. No, no. That was George Strait. Oh. <laughs> um Born Country. I, I think it was Country Strong, I think country was the name strong. of the movie. Country Strong, okay. Um That sounds that sounds like a film. The tra- <laughs> the traveling pants the, 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 of the Yaya sisterhood. <laughs> Jason Face palming your Selena being in your favorite movie of all time, Ryan, I'm surprised you're not more of like a Captain America mark. I just jerked off in your French toast. <laughs> but I was, I was, I, come in my face. I was like, that's not where my nerddom falls. My nerddom falls on wrestling, right? Um, but but uh, let's play the six degrees of. John <laughs> but I was, I like the other day I saw that Kutztown, where Ryan and I went and didn't graduate from college, um, just put in like an they have an e gaming degree, and I'm like. Where the fuck was that? Yeah. Ten yeah, years, fucking fifteen years ago. Script writing and intro to electronic Jesus. media. Like, I mean, damn it! Did I miss that by a fucking decade and a half? We also had to learn linear editing, which isn't done anymore. Yeah, that's fucking true. Set in, set out. Set in, set out. Record. Nobody does that bullshit. Now it's just click and drag. Right. Damn it. But you know what I mean? I'm like, man, I, I missed. I and and like I think they also have a social media degree. I'm like, yeah, definitely. I definitely missed the bus. You did, definitely you, missed you the bus your on that good one. Social media, or... um, but uh, yeah, no. I thought Monday Night Raw solid again this week. I'm loving the I'm loving the Rollins gimmick. Uh, let's move to a few news pieces, uh, and Look then we're the gonna uh, wrap up the the show this week. Um, there are some rumored names for the uh, Ooh, let's talk about for the it. WWE Hall of Fame. Of course, we know the two confirmed. That is the NWO faction and uh, and Batista. Um, we also discussed. I think it was last week or the week before that uh, the Wrestle Votes Twitter account has said that both the uh, Bella Twins and Jushin Thunder Liger 
will be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Uh, Wrestling Observer has corroborated that report Ooh. and says that it, that it will uh, announcements will be coming soon on those. Um, but uh, Wrestling Inc. has reported that JBL will be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Okay. Uh, and Dave Meltzer reported earlier this week that British Bulldog Davey Boy Smith will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame this year. If that's the case, long overdue for Davey Boy Smith. And I don't know if anybody's and even going to know JBL's. Undeserving on JBL's part. Um, I what, mean, what, what did he? I, I, I totally think he missed. said undeserving. On of, J- of who? JBL. Nobody's going to know about it because he's fucking blocked right, on Twitter. Everybody's blocked. So nobody will find out. Um, I mean, here's the deal. Yeah, I, obviously, I'm not a fan of uh, JBL, maybe personally as a I think guy. his time at the end of the Ruthless Aggression era, um, transitioning into like what we know now, I think he was a pretty critical part um, and champion no, I for think, that time. I, I think as a, I think as a in-ring competitor, JBL is absolutely deserving of a Hall of Fame spot. I mean, Justin Hawk Bradshaw. How could you say right? no? Black Blackjack Bradshaw. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the new Blackjacks. Um, but I mean, it, you know, you look at it, you look at his career. You had the APA, which I mean was you know arguably you know definitely in the the top few um tag teams of the attitude era and then once you transition to like the wall street gimmick um you know is classic battles you know with eddie guerrero classic battles with john cena like that he as much as i don't like the guy as a competitor absolutely deserving um and then you go to the british bulldog this is one that is so long overdue. Um, Let me read you the the Bradshaw's yeah, yeah, accomplishments. He's a one-time WWE champion, which I'm surprised. I thought it was more than that. A one-time Intercontinental champion, a one-time United States champion, a one-time European champion, a one-time, or I'm sorry, three times WWF tag team champions, an 18-time hardcore champion. <laughs> He is the 10th Grand Slam winner, the 12th Triple Crown champion, and he has uh, one Slammy Award to his name, uh, which is the favorite web show of the year with Michael Cole and Renee Young for the JBL and Cole show. Uh, so that Slammy puts him over the edge for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like a fucking Slammy. Uh, yeah, I take it back. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I mean again, they... I hate to do this, but like if Coco beware's in. I mean, here's the thing. The guy's a douche. Oh, you would say that the douchey is <laughs> the Why? guy. The guy is totally douche, but one hundred percent, I think, deserving of of a spot in the Hall of Fame. Matt, are you gonna? Uh, I think you... his, I think his commentary is what takes away from me. Like, it, I'm not gonna knock what he did in the ring for sure. What are you I talking about, Michael? Especially as a tag team competitor. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I loved him the Farouk and Bradshaw stuff, um, but I just. Him on the mic, like brutal. Lawler was cringy, but like I don't think I've ever heard anyone more repetitive. Like especially during the whole uh, authority angle with Daniel Bryan, where he just did the whole GQ magazine and the the goat thing. Like, he's got that, a big beard, Michael. How are you gonna? He's gonna look at his hair, Michael. He's a little goat boy, Michael. Like. <laughs> I agree, man. Yeah, Matt, you're you're not wrong. Comment, yeah, him him on commentary, uh, definitely a uh, a a big 
minus symbol exclamation point on that one. Shocking. Ed for being so quick with the block trigger on Twitter. Like, oh, I, yeah. I'm not sure I deserved mine. But Ryan, with the I don't care for your choice of hat, <laughs> blocked. Yeah, that I one mean. that one hurt. I can't believe like, it. He, he and I think, Ryback. I think my exact words were, I don't much care for your hat selection yeah. or something. Yeah, I like, think yeah. that literally was. I know. It was like, I don't much care. I didn't say I hated it. I just like, I don't really care for it. I want to see if, if I can find the tweet. Like I'm gonna In see. 2005, he was the number five wrestler in the PWI 500. Wow. So I don't know what was happening in 05, but Bradshaw was your number five singles wrestler that year. Shocking. The dark year. I certainly wasn't watching in 05. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, here it is. This is the thing that got me blocked. On, um, on December 15th, 2015, Ryan tweeted, at J.C. Layfield, I really do not care for your headwear on Raw. That is all. <laughs> that got me blocked. That was it. Straight ticket to Blocksville. On uh, December 28th of 2015, uh, I had tweeted from the three count. I got seriously at JC Layfield uh, and Michael Cole and Byron Saxon. No mention of Sasha pulling the tights even after replay. Heels cheat, and Ryan responds, JBL's going to block you for this. And I say, good so far. Stay tuned. And he did later block us because uh, I think I like, I, I, I think I said something far worse than I really do not care for your headwear on Raw. And then, hashtag things longer than Brock versus Goldberg, Ryan tweeted on November 20th, 2016. The time it takes at J.C. Layfield to block this tweet. Yeah, well, look at that. I was a good tweeter back then. What you happened? Were. Yeah, look, I'm I'm blocked by. Him. I was. I thought I was a decent Twitter tweeter. Twitter tweeter. Hey, sometimes, man, you don't have to do a lot. Just you what, what you do has to be good. I'm just saying, me and JBL got some bad blood. <laughs> a British bulldog, um, absolutely deserving as well. You know, he's to me, he's he's right up there with. Uh, and I know that the Owen Hart situation is is far more complex than the British Bulldog, but how the British Bulldog is is not in the Hall of Fame blows my mind. Um, I mean, obviously, first European champion, you, you know, Intercontinental champion. Um, I mean, just he, him, him, and the Bulldog, and and excuse me, him and the Dynamite Kid, along with the Hart Foundation. I mean. I think helped change the WWF tag team division in the 1980s when they came in from stampede. Like it just this, this one is, is extremely long overdue. Long I don't overdue. And, and there was a, and great I'm t- not a heart Mark. <laughs> there was a great tweet from, um, Simon Gotch, not a big fan of the guy, but, but what did Simon Gotch ever do to he you? Seemed like a real prick. Right. Um, but it, he had a, he had a great tweet last week that uh, basically was like, "Look, there's literally no rhyme or reason um, ab- about who gets into the Hall of Fame and when. It's literally when Vince goes, yeah, we're going to put him in this year. Yeah, it's a, like it, it is a work Hall, Hall of Fame, fame exactly. Work sport. So like it's it's you know it's it's not 
it's not the Oscars. It's not the great. It's, it's not. An, it, it's literally Vince McMahon going, yeah, we're going to put these guys in this year. Well, I think the Grammys are a work, too. Didn't we just learn that this year? I think so, it's yeah. It's kind of a work. Charlie's got a great comment. He goes, he doesn't care who really goes into the hall, but he doesn't like the dirt sheets prognosticate who's going in. It kind of ruins the surprise of it. Well, I think there's, I, it's not even that they're prognosticating. It's literally like we've we've found out that they're put, they're going in. Like, right. I say prognosticating, meaning Meltzer guessing. Right, but I mean, like it would be no different than us if like you know, we sit down – you know, say January 1st of every year uh-huh. before they start, you know, unveiling who's actually going in and being like, okay, here's the list of seven people. Right. Maybe this is something to do next year. But th- th- this is a list of seven people that I think is going to go into the Hall of Fame this year. That's prognosticating. It's not going, hey, I just got off the phone with one of my inside sources. These are the ones that are going in. Um, Gee, Jim, really? cut down just on the word choice <laughs> <laughs> um let's see charlie says i think hunter has said they've asked people and have been told no uh so what can they do take owen hart for example exactly and there's also people well, owen's oh, not god damn it Ryan. owen's not saying stop it. no stop that stop that um but also you have situations not saying much of anything either. oh my god <laughs> That wasn't me. My face was near the microphone, but I ain't a goddamn ventriloquist. Um, but am I wrong, or is Matt wrong? Not wrong. That's all Mrs. Owen Hart. That right? is. That is. That is. Uh, Saying no. Martha, yes. Um, because there's bad blood there. But also, I think you have, you know, you also have situations like demolition, for example, who are actively, sh- like, you know, whether or not the, the lawsuit is still active but have actively sued the WWE. Um, Demolition should be in the Hall of Fame. Probably. Based on credential. Sure. But if you sue the company, you're probably not going to get put into their Hall of Fame. It's not going to happen. When it's like an active lawsuit. Probably. Yeah, like today, like I saw like, um, I guess Vicky Guerrero, and I guess is in in an interview, said that, you know, WWE... um, I guess she has a podcast or something. Doesn't allow WWE superstars to be on her show anymore right. because she was on AEW Dark and like somebody was like, "Yeah, welcome to the world of competition." Like, yeah, entertainment right. competition. I was like, "Yeah, like, is it right? Is it like probably not?" But if you're working, I also feel like the guy that dresses like Ronald McDonald isn't going to go into a fucking Burger King and order a Whopper in gimmick. Yeah, like you don't you don't want that. Yeah. So you, you don't know it. what Frank the Clown does on his free time. <laughs> oh, man, Matt with the jokes. <laughs> well done. Well done. I met Frank the Clown. He's not a bad guy. Lies. Um, today, yeah, Frank the Clown like, do to you? Like the biggest turn, I think, of Freak Out Thursday is Ryan being the, like, <laughs> the key fuck Frank the Clown guy for like three years and then turns into a fucking Aubrey when he meets him in a parking lot <laughs> with the handout photograph. And let's be honest, Ryan, you weren't that happy to see Frank the Clown. You were happy because his girlfriend was with Noel him. Noel Foley was there, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I took the picture as, as a joke for the podcast. I really did. Yeah, I, sure. I could care less for Frank the Clown. I really could. Uh, <laughs> what are we doing? Are you just going to hit a random one? Oh, hi, Mark. Nice. Um, AEW Unrestricted. The podcast was released today. 
Um, it is hosted by uh, referee Aubrey Edwards, broadcaster Tony Schiavone. You say Aubrey Edwards, I hear referee Aubrey Rose. <laughs> I know. Sorry, it's it's a it's an unfortunate accident. Um, each one hour episode will feature Edwards and uh, Schiavone having in depth conversations with AEW talent, sharing personal stories that will give exclusive insight into their diverse experiences in wrestling and their lives uh, outside the ring. Uh, initial episodes of AEW will feature interviews with John Moxley, which was today, uh, Cody, the Young Bucks, and Brandy Rhodes. Uh, the podcast produced, sold, and distributed by Warner Media Podcast Network is available for download on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and wherever fans download their favorite podcasts. Um, I did download it. I listened to uh, – now Jason's back with us. Most of AEW is an unfortunate accident. Um, uh, I, I listened to, to a portion of the, the Moxley – Wasn't that Lars Sullivan's finishing maneuver, the unfortunate accident? <laughs> I feel like it was. Was it? I, I feel like there might also be a joke in there somewhere. No, there's not. Um. But I, I, I think the thing that finished was the finishing move on his career. Come in my face. Um, but uh, I also didn't say that. The uh, you know I listened to a little bit of, of the show. I mean, it was it. I'm I'm just not into as many interview shows. Sure. Uh, anymore. So if you're into that sort of thing, it was a pretty good one. Um, Jesus, since they have no depth on a roster, this will last about twelve weeks. <laughs> Damn. Whoa. Wow. Oh, man. Woof. Um, I swear well, to God, I'm not paying is... Jason to be my inner your, monologue in the comments. Um, th- on Tuesday, former WWE superstar Alicia Fox posted on Instagram her milestone of six months of sobriety. She, tw- she posted, happy six months recovery to me. Uh, I'm speechless and still growing. Recovery and addiction uh, challenge forms of the norm, but who wants to mature to normal anyway? Keep expanding. Um, so congratulations to her. Obviously, um, anybody that is dealing with any uh, sorts of uh, substance abuse issues, um, you know, it's it's not a joke. Um, and and you know, as as much as I was not much of an Alicia Fox fan in the uh, in the WWE, this is uh, this is super good news. Right, I agree absolutely. Good for her. Good for hats off to Alicia. And then just big giant misshapen hat that she would wear to the ring, right (laughs) off to you, Alicia. Right off to you. Um, And then finally, uh, this was uh, posted earlier today. Pro Wrestling Sheet has learned Samoa Joe is not cleared to wrestle after suffering an injury while filming a commercial. (sighs) According to sources, the injury took place at a WWE commercial shoot last week when Joe hit his head during a bad table break as they were filming a stunt. While it's unconfirmed at this point, sources tell Pro Wrestling Sheet uh, that Joe could be out of action for a considerable amount of time. As you recall, he returned from a broken thumb at the end of last year. Upon his return, he joined Kevin Owens and the Viking Raiders. Uh, in their feud against Seth Rollins and his disciples, but suffered a concussion last month. With briefly took him out of action. He then wrestled on last week's Raw but was once again absent uh, this past Monday. I feel like Joe's entire WWE run has been nothing but bad luck. <sighs> yeah, it sucks, man. It absolutely sucks. Um, you know, he was he was really good in NXT. I mean, you go back to Ring of Honor, you go back to Impact. The guy was so fucking good. 
I was so excited um, when he came to WWE when he got when he got called up, and man, it is just. It has just been one unfortunate run. Oh, Jesus Christ. He well, is on the wrong side of 40. He that, that he is. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, What's your problem? The fact that you have completely unbuttoned your shirt. Slowly through the entire show. Jesus. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm disappointed like, that you've noticed it with well, like, five minutes left to I go mean, in the show. Like, I, I noticed that you were going like used car, sa- car salesman or like... You know, bad indie videotaped interviewer guy. Yeah. Like throughout the show with the shirt unbuttoned way too uncomfortably far. But like now you're just full yeah, this, on. This past half an hour I've been working down. Okay. Um, wow. Um, Tim, I, I My wish pant you... button's the next one. Oh, God, no. Please don't do that. Um, but yeah, it's just one unfortunate run of bad luck after another. Three count Thursday after dark. <laughs> for, uh, for old Samoa Joe. Hello, ladies. Oh, I don't want to say that. That's a dick thing to say anymore. Fuck you, Valvina. Yeah. Yeah, what he said. Fuck him. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I seriously, seriously hope that um, like Joe can come back and just not get hurt. Hopefully. For a little while. He's made a tin photo. Um, I, I, I do think that he has a career after the ring in commentary. I agree with that. The weeks that. he was on Raw was really good. Um, but yeah, this, this one, this one definitely a big bummer. Uh, I have nothing else. I don't know if you guys have anything else. I don't got anything. Oh, thank God. Uh, Matt, do you have anything to add? Um, yes, a couple things. So okay. um, make sure you go to the Instagram page at Three Counts Thursday. You can follow our woman of the week. This week it is Trisha Dore. We are celebrating Black History Month, so make sure you're following all the awesome people that we post up there. New interview will be up on Saturday. I did interview Jocelyn Navarro just last night. She will be talking about her trip to the intergender bonanza, which is coming up in a couple weeks, as well as other things. In the meantime, you can listen to the interview we recorded with Vanity a couple weeks ago to hold you over until that drops. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure you're always heading over to 3CountThursday.com. We always have... The indie show calendar, which we're updating regularly, uh, you know, the, the web exclusive interviews, um, you know, if, if intern Mark can ever remember that we have a new address here uh, and, and get us the uh, the WCW of the week, we can get that uploaded. We haven't had a, We haven't had a WCW, have we? We have not yeah. had one since late 2019. Yikers. Yeah, um, 2020 has been, been barren. Yeah, it's been barren the for, the, for the WCW. Maybe we can maybe we can get him to start that back up in March. Uh, you can go to at three count intern on Twitter for that. That'll be our New Year's resolution. That's our New Year's resolution. Uh, hey, if but- you guys have Twitter, just open your tweeter to your Twitter machine and go follow intern Mark. It's at three count intern. Always the number three. Still with him as well. And and why don't we just send him the poop emoji? Yeah. For not doing his job, just randomly send him the poop emoji for me. If the listeners could do that, it's at. Three count intern, just send him the poop emoji. No reason at all. I just want to see what he says. Be like, hey, these people are starting to send me the shit emoji. I don't know what's going on. Oh, I'm not going to say that out loud, Jason. That is definitely, definitely in poor taste. Um, I'm going to send Mark the poop emoji. Ooh, that's I'm, a tough one. I'm going to, yeah, that's, that, a that's, that's a tough one. I'm going to send him the poop emoji right now. Three of them. Because, you know, three count Thursday. 
Yeah, it, it dropped faster than I And Matt, where can people <laughs> follow you on uh, on Goodness Twitter? Gracious. They can follow me. It's at 3CT, the letter A, Philly, as in Philadelphia, and the number 8, so 3CT. Uh, Philly, you've got a couple months, hopefully, fingers crossed, months, plural, of the uh, Sixers tweets, and then I'll be a little calm until Notre Dame fires back up in August. Darn right. All right, Matt. We'll talk Matt, to you Matt, real next quick, week. let's talk about Philadelphia. What's happening at the Icons Festival? Oh, yes. Tell, tell oh, yeah, the people. Absolutely. So the guests just keep on coming in. So we've got Brittany Blake, who now confirmed. Uh, Riley Madison was a big hit with us at the last one. Absolutely. He will be returning with us. And then um, backstage interviewer for MCW, Rosaria Elsa, has said she will be coming along as well. So they'll be joining Gabby Ortiz, Casey Catal and Sahara 7. So six awesome people you can come meet April 11th in Philly. And hey, who knows? Three Count Thursday might show up too. <laughs> we Maybe. might be there. Who knows? Maybe. At least, at least one of us may show up. M- possibly. M- possibly. M- possibly. All M- right. Po- hey, there's going to be WWE guys there, Jim. You might come along oh, too. Oh, no shit. Maybe I yeah, will make it out be. there for that. It sounds like a good thing. All right, Matt. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. Have a good night, guys. All right. And uh, good God, Ryan. Where can people follow you? Um, yeah, where can people follow you? You can follow me. It's uh, at R-Y-N and then the word eagle at R-Y-N-E-A-G-L-E. Again, I'm not a, I'm not a great Twitterer. Tweet about uh, AEW, the Cobb Moxley match. Really enjoyed that. Tweet about my uh, my happiness that, uh, that Ryan Newman was released. That's awesome news um, in the sports world. Yeah, yeah, big time. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, don't don't tweet a lot. But just give me a follow. I don't give a shit. Or don't. That's fine. Make sure you follow Three Count Thursday. Always the number three. Never the word three in all of our social medias. Three Count Thursday on Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook.com. I'll tell you what. Here's the deal. Like we, we do the Thursday. we do the Patreon thing. We do. This was a rough week. We didn't get into the studio until like right before we came on air. Yeah. So there's not going to be a pre-show post show this week. However, I think it was Tim Storm's birthday this week, right? So maybe I'll throw up the uh, the interview that we did, okay. that I did with Tim on the show, right. and maybe Ryan, you you can maybe post up a couple of uh, unnecessary censorship pictures, maybe to the Patreon. Give something to our people. We do like you. Uh, we do love you. We love that you support us. We apologize. No pre-show, post-show this week. Maybe we'll do an extra long one next week. Something. Uh, we'll get some content up there. Um, but yeah, it's it was it was a rough week. I needed this show. Yeah, this one was not. Nice. I needed this show, so we appreciate you following along, playing along with us. It, you have no idea, like this show is like therapy in a way, uh, just to like check out of the world for a few hours. Yeah, talk about wrestling. Thanks for playing along. Again, we'll get that uh, posted to the Patreon. Uh, but you can follow me at Big Jim Sports on Twitter if you want to. You can do that. Um, but again, make sure you're just following everything Three Count Thursday related. That's the most important part. Go to threecountthursday.com. Go to ngscsports.com. That's our home network. Leap Sports at leeibsports.com. But again, um, follow us on all of our social medias. Make sure you're paying attention. Tell your friends about us. Uh, tell uh, tell everyone about us. Get the word out there. Help make 2020 our biggest year yet. Until next week, and have a safe weekend. Have a safe week. Uh, Be safe, be smart, and go for the pin.